This is Lee Chambers. Cambridge 105 Radio. 10.44, Rod Cantrell joins us. Good morning, Rod. Good morning. Nice to have you here. How was it for you then? Oh, it was a long night. It was a long night, as you're most probably aware. We did a recount in one of the wards, which always takes a little while. And particularly when everybody's had a long day, it's... uh, kind of just having to go yet that extra mile to the to the finish line so why, why a recount oh it was very close in trumpington it was uh, very close and so therefore there was a, a recount and at the end of the day it was just a, a number of one or two votes between us was it, it was really K- that Katie close yeah. wasn't it who won that's for, right for, for that's right there. yeah so very close very close indeed but a good night for you, generally. Do you feel in the city it's been yeah, a good I think Yeah, I think it was a good night for the Liberal Democrats. I think that what the results showed is that this is just not a Labour city, that, that, that this is a Labour and Lib Dem city, and that we've made started to make progress in terms of rebuilding our presence in the city. And, look, we took a seat at the heart of the city, which was Market, which, you know, was Labour held. We haven't taken a seat off Labour for three or so years. And actually, that's an illustration, I think, of people starting to look at Labour in a slightly different light, having run the city now for four years. Uh, I always think, though, it should be a Lib Dem city, particularly after the referendum. Lib Dems being the only party that's really got a strong line on uh, Brexit in terms of not wanting uh, to... Yeah, look, I think think our vote share progress, we've moved from the 20s into the 30s and Labour have moved down from the 50s to the 40s relative to the general election last year is an indication of that. I think the challenge for Labour locally is that their pitch to the to the to the voters to the residents is that they are pro-European but we know that on a national level that's that's not necessarily the case and soon they will be found out I think and increasingly I think certainly as I was talking to voters on the doorstep there was a frustration in terms of Labour's just sitting on the bylines, sidelines, in terms of the whole debate on Brexit. And does that present a problem when the local story, even if the person concerned absolutely holds those views, if they're saying something different to what at least the impression is of what's happening nationally? Well, I think one of the things that the residents of the city are very focused on is that actually Brexit is local. Because actually, if you object to and oppose continued cuts in services, Brexit will only make that worse. If you object to the crisis in the National Health Service, Brexit will only make that worse on lots of different levels. And, you know, the, the residents of this city are, are a sophisticated voter and they are already seeing some of the impacts of Brexit on the city in terms of its its growth and also in terms of the contribution that it makes in terms of the economic contribution to the company and also from a social perspective in terms of, if you look at Addenbrooke's for example you know the percentage of staff at Addenbrooke's from a European country are most probably in the region of about 20-25% so all those factors are, are coming together in terms of the, the views of the electorate and I think they, they have expressed that to a certain degree in this local election Mm. And on, on the doorstep, uh, is, it the, is it the Brexit um, question and what might or might not happen which gets brought up or, or is it the, uh, the more you know, parking restrictions and um, all, all the other things that I we think have, we it's have a, I think it's a feature of both actually. My experience on the doorstep it, it has been this year that it's, it's, it's a component of Brexit 
and particularly for myself because I, I'm a very pro-European so people have associated me with, with that message and then I think the two other key issues are around basic services I mean people are still complaining about the bins and, and that's a fundamental service they expect from and, and that's after that's after the reorganisation isn't Precisely, it of the, um, yeah, they the amalgamation south. of South Cam that's right, and that's Cambridge right. City and then actually I think people have have been somewhat shocked around the, the the most recent issue, which was the the uh, decision to introduce uh, the charges for the mobility shop mobility service in 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 the in the Grand Arcade car park, and and you may say, well, that's actually not a very you know, a, a big issue relative to the city, but I think it's an illustration of where where Labour have not listened to to the people, and actually. I think I would go further to say that actually one of their key planks of their policy when they came to power was actually helping those in the city who are not as fortunate as we are and, and actually the reality is is they're actually harming those precise people because the cost that they're going to introduce in relation to that service does really hit those people who are disadvantaged. But isn't there somebody who is disadvantaged in that way, and I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here, um, they're going to be getting attendance allowance if uh, they might be getting the higher rate attendance allowance, and that is often supposedly to pay for these extra costs that um, are, are sadly incurred by people who need a bit of extra mobility. Yeah, I mean, the analysis would support that actually, and there's lots of statistics that support in terms of those who are most needy, the, the disabled are one of those key categories. And even with all the additional kind of benefits that they receive, and in an environment where we are seeing benefit cuts, £5 per charge to go and use the service, plus the membership charge, I think is not acceptable. And actually, for those people also, where their opportunity to actually go out and, and enjoy the world is, could be more limited than, than, than other people, I think it's, it's something which will actually come home to roost for Labour. Brexit aside, all those uh, things that are going on in the Labour Party, the row about anti-Semitism and within the Conservatives, they've gone squabbling over the leadership. Do you find those coming back to you on the doorstep? I, I don't. To, to be frank, on the Conservative point, uh, th there's not really much discussion in terms of the Conservatives per se, other than in the context of Brexit, in my in my experience. I think with, with, with the, the Labour point, there is some of that unrest within the party coming through on the doorstep um, and and just a concern in terms of the direction of travel. We, we are a liberal city with a small L. <clears throat> I'd like to think one day we will be a liberal city with a large L again and I'm sure that will happen at some point in the future and you had to have democratic to that title. Um, but but the reality is that, that I, I do think residents in the city are concerned about those types of issues within any political party and, and so therefore I, I, I think those are coming to the fore. And do you genuinely think it will be a liberal city with a big L, again a lib liberal democrat city? I do I mean, actually. I know you have to say that as no, a politician. No, 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 but... I genuinely believe that because I genuinely believe that actually we are a liberal city in terms of the the characteristics of the people um, and the character of the city in general is is a very liberal one and I think the type of values that we stand for are, I believe, the types of values that, that the residents stand for. Now, there's a lot of political history that's led us to be where we are today but I think the results from last night are a good illustration that we're on the road to rebuilding that that presence and we have you know we've elected 
I'm I'm somewhat of a veteran, but I'm the only candidate who was a veteran. I mean, the the other um, candidates who were successful are all young, um, very dynamic, very enthusiastic uh, new councillors. And actually, I think there'll be a, a great addition, not just to our, our group on the city council, but to the city council and the city in general. And will they stay as councillors going going forward? Because sometimes I've I've noticed in the past, you know, pretty decent councillors from all from all colours <laughs> who for just just life reasons really you know job changed or this has happened you know will 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 they stay as councillors not not everyone will but the vast majority I, no, I'd, I'd like i'd like to think so i mean I, I default to a general position and and perhaps it's uh, not a position that the 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 general public support but i believe that the the overwhelming majority of councillors regardless of their political colour don't do this job for money reasons or whatever. They they do it because they, they want to give something back to their community. They're driven by a set of values. And so, therefore, I'd like to think that, that those our new candidates who are now councillors will will basically be councillors in 10 or so years and i think that one of the big challenges is is that you know being a councillor is not a full-time job and so you have to fit in all the other pressures of a of, of a modern life which is your other job your family and all those other types of commitments and you're a can an unsuccessful candidate in last year's regional mayoral election you've been announced as a new parliamentary candidate for the liberal democrats <laughs> uh, in the city i was trying you, to forget that i was uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just what I'm trying to illustrate. I always like to look at it through the point. I won in the city and South Cambridge. You won in the city and South Cambridge. But the point I'm trying to make is just you know this this is something you do, isn't it? You love elections. You love standing for it. I mean, some people would think, do you know, I can I couldn't bear going through it again but for you you see it's in your well, blood look, I, it kind of is i look i come from a, a a family where you know my my family were labor councillors so i i come from a family where you know i kind of grew up in in a in a community where you were taught to basically give back to the community and that's i think an important component of my life and that's supposedly why you know <laughs> doing elections actually um is is one of the the, the key drivers for doing standing for for election basically so i'm intrigued so you came from a labor family yeah so what made you move from labor to lib dem i think basically well the iraq war was was the catalyst i think i'm very similar to a lot of of liberal democrat members in a sense that um there's a big campaign that, that we as a party run be it the iraq war or brexit and as a result of that people align to us um, and then they realise that actually the other values that we stand for are values that they stand for as well. They hadn't realised it until the point of that catalyst of one of those very large campaigns. And I was a typical type of person, so I became attracted to the party because of the values in terms of its position on the Iraq war. And as a result of that, I realised that all the other values I stood for were the values of the party, basically. So what are you going to do for the rest of the day, then? Well, there's quite a lot of stake boards to take down. <laughs> oh, yes. The Barton Road is ab- absolutely lined. It's the election barometer, which I think all the analysts are, are, miss- are missing out on. Petersfield, Labour posters everywhere, went Labour. Newnham, Lib Dems everywhere, and, and one gets elected. It's, it's clearly the barometer. We should, we should go and do an audit of the ones in Trumpington and Castle. Now, that would be very yeah. interesting. To work out whether or not the, the, the state board barometer actually does hold for those very close ones. So. And you were saying, actually, you made it harder for yourself. These diamond ones are... Yeah, diamonds aren't user-friendly, I have to say. They're very distinctive from a visual perspective, but they're not user-friendly in terms of moving them around, I have to say. 
I was in uh, the States uh, visiting a friend of mine in, in, in Washington, uh, Washington, D.C. I, I think it was just ahead of, must have been ahead of Obama's first election. I, I love the U.S. boards, you know. They're, they're in the garden. Yeah, they're, they're, sort kind of, of, they're quite low down as well mm. because they, there's the space, unlike in Cambridge, of course, in order to, uh, to put these things out. I, I just think they're a beautiful sight. Well, lovely to have you with us, Rod. Thank you very much for coming in. I'm going to ask you a question. We've been talking about films that we hate that everybody else loves. Is, is there one for you? Films that I hate. That like Julian's is Star Wars. Mine is Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think Go of Go on, make a few enemies. Go on. You I can't. can tell you about films I love. I mean, Go Top Gun. I'm a big Top Gun fan. Are from you really? Yeah, we have had you down as a Top Gun. <laughs> Having just said you were against the Iraq War. <laughs> no, no, no. It was when I was a student. It was kind of like just that whole kind of Top Gun thing. What other What other films? That, what films don't I like? Which I can't think of one. It's actually. not one that so, comes on and you think, Oh no, my no, goodness no, me! No, no, and have to walk no. out the room. Okay. <laughs> no. Top so, well, lovely to have you uh, good with to us. Speak to you. Um, good luck taking down those boards, and uh, yeah, we're well, good luck for. Oh, did Julian want to say no, something? a couple of results to uh, to bring you from uh, from South Kansas. We've got uh, Rod Steele here. Gambling Gay uh, Bridget Smith has uh, has take, taken that one. Well done, um, uh, Labour third. Uh, that's Jenna Hegarty, ninety six. The Conservative Harriet Gould, six hundred and three. And uh, Bridget Smith on 707. And the other one, which is in only two so far, another 24 to go, this is uh, Bar Hill. It's been won by the Conservative candidate, Bunty Waters. Who else would Bunty stand for but the Conservatives? Um, and we even have UKIP. We have people, we are not having to have a candidate, we also have votes for UKIP as well on this one. Helene Green got 46 votes, the, the Lib Dem there. Uh, Stephanie Ness, uh, 104, just behind uh, the Green candidate, Hayley Farnell, at 109. Uh, Labour, Stuart Hilpert, 234. And as we've said, uh, the Conservative, uh, Bunty Waters, uh, 527 votes. That is South Cambridgeshire District Council, where the entire council is up for election. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Rod.